Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. It's that spooky season. Spooky season. And this is the only real spooky we, we get until we watch some... Like I said, it's a pretty tame month. We've gotten pretty... I think we blew our load last year. Last year? I was say last week. <laughs> last week, last year, the year before. So we watched Casper. No. No, well, we we watched eight Leprechaun movies. But those aren't scary. It we depends on your definition scary. of scary. Like what we did watch today. Watch The like Babadook. It's a horror movie. That wasn't scary either. Man, fucking somebody scare me. I'm really hard to scare. So somebody You're scare not that me. hard to scare. What do you mean? All right, so once we were at this haunted house. Oh, my God, this fucking story. <laughs> me kicking a can with Jillian. No, that's not the story I was going to tell. I said we were at a haunted house. Yeah. I'm saying it's like, I said it's mm. like that story. I thought you, you said it was that story. You scared in an alien versus predator house one time. Yeah. Should have left your ass there. You were the one who was freaking out. Yeah, let's see what happens when I leave you in a house by yourself with that. I'll be fine. You're just going to suck off one of the predators. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Why would you say that? It's the funny thing to say. <laughs> a funny thing to suggest. What is wrong with you? I'm tired, bro. It's October 13th, 2022. Yes, we're recording right before we post it again because this is our new norm. Um, and if you're new this here, our, life. our norm is watching a random movie from a massive movie collection and talking about it. Uh, as we talk about our lives, which are just overloaded with housework and work work and kid work and all, all, all that good stuff. You make it sound so appealing. I mean, I wouldn't change a thing except the fact that I'm about to fall asleep in the middle of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's how I feel all the time. Well, you just do it. That's the difference. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't. Don't do it now because we already said after we record me. that you're going to actually like do the bills and do like the work you need to do. Oh, yeah. That stuff's fine. That stuff's important. You know, it needs to kind of get done. Um, we're also a little behind because this past weekend we spent, as we've been promoting over the past couple weeks, at the Orlando Toy Con selling some of our stuff. And we were successful in selling a lot of stuff. Almost literally sold all of our stuff, but didn't get a good offer. Shout out to my boy Juice in Georgia. Georgia Juice! Barry Windham. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were there two days, um, and we did better than we did last year. So we're very excited. We got rid of a lot of bins. We got rid of about half the bins that we brought with us, which is great. Correct, yep. Because we have a lot of stuff. <laughs> we, brought, we brought five more bins the next day, after the first day, of how much success we had. Still, I mean, it was just pretty good. We... We have a lot of fun doing it. We're get, getting ready for another uh, selling event this weekend. Garage, community garage sale. Yep. And we also signed up for another show in January um, that we're going to be doing. Um, branching out into a different company. Like, God, you know what? I Can I just say, on the record, because no one's going to be listening to this. That, you know, on the record, I hate the person that runs the toy shows that we have been doing. He's just not a nice man. No, he's and not. he's just awful. And this experience, just through email, with this other company, has been great. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, been much great. better. It's su- such much better. Much better. Uh, so I look forward to hopefully getting good with them and doing their shows from now on instead of the other shows because that would be nice. That'd be easy. That'd be cool. Uh, 
besides that, that's about it. We didn't really do anything else this past weekend because my mom was watching Jillian. So they were the ones like watching movies and hanging out and doing things. We haven't had time to really do anything else. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's been our lives. Uh, we do have our Halloween costumes. Two thirds of our Halloween costumes have arrived. Yours are actually supposed to arrive on Monday. Oh, okay. we never got that thing outside, did we? <laughs> we left that thing outside. I'll get it later. Um, it. It's like it's a chandelier, I think. Mm. Should probably get that. Yeah. Um, let's uh, Alexa. Remind me in one hour to get the package from outside. Okay, I'll tell you the reminder. Get the package. Thank you. Yeah, it's the two smaller chandeliers. Cool. Um, yeah, so let's just, do you want to just get into it then? Yeah, let's get into let's it. Get into it. So, Please, let's get into it. So today's episode is my nominated movie, uh, which you were so nice to uh, give up your nomination. I'm regretting every moment. You of tried it. to do it again. Regretting before, every moment. And I look, sh- I should have taken I'm up on lazy. it. And I should have gone look, to the most look. fucked up. That's not what you list. did. That's not what you did before. That's not what you did with this. I mean, basically, yeah, it did. That's not what like, you did with this. I was like, you're gonna literally let me pick for Halloween. You well, because you made a stink. You made a stink. What stink did I make? You made a stink. Oh, you drew like eight movies out of the box in a row because well, you were too lazy to unpack our movies. I didn't have room. Not my fault that you have so much shit. If you didn't have as many toys, there would have been plenty of room for our movies. Well, now they're up, and now we're uh-huh. up again. Mm-hmm. But even so, even with them up, you're like, no, can you just do it again? Well, because I'm, I'm lazy. I'm too lazy to, to come up with two movies because I'd like I'm to lazy. see. Because I've asked repeatedly for many years for you to digitalize the list so it's easier to. for me to look at and sort through and mark off the ones that we've seen because those stickers keep falling off. I get really confused. It's not a great system, Bob. Some people are going to be confused. My name is Bob. Because I'm just, you just call me mullet. Or I'm just mullet. No, I say my name's Chris. Don't right? Every week, do I say my name's Chris? I say that you're my husband, Chris Mullet. Oh, okay. I don't say this is my husband, Mullet Mullet. Just like, like, what are you? I'm not a Mario brother. It'd be cool if my name is Bob Mullet. Would you like me if my name was Bob Mullet? Robert Mullet? I don't like you now. I don't, your name has nothing to do with it. What if my name was like... Uh, your name has nothing to do with whether Hitler or not mullet. I like you. <laughs> I probably would not have spoken to you if your name was Hitler Mullet, and then I would have punched your mom in the face. Oh, it might have been worth it. <laughs> David Cronenberg's Videodrome. The Criterion Collection, a continuing series of important classic and contemporary films, presents Videodrome. When Max Wren goes looking for edgy new shows for his sleazy cable TV station, he stumbles across the pirate broadcast of a hyperviolent torture show called Videodrome. His attempts to unearth the program's origins send him on a hallucinatory journey into a shadow world of right-wing conspiracies, sadomasochistic sex games, and bodily transformation. I hate reading Criterion packages. Starring James Woods and Deborah Harry, and it does say Deborah, not Debbie Harry, Videodrome is one of the most original and provocative works from writer-director David Cronenberg and features groundbreaking makeup effects by Academy Award winner Rick Baker. Damn it! I was really worried. I was like, "Fuck!" I'm reading Criterion's. They're always like this inauspicious provocateur. And then I like I saw hallucinatory or hallucinatory, and I was like, "Oh no! Don't know what that word is." Fuck uh, you, man. So I have had this and scanners on my list for quite some time. In terms of you know, I'm always wanting to do Criterion's because they're movies of a certain you know. Classic or, you know... Are they? Contemporary Are they? stature. Um, and I really don't have a lot of experience with David Cronenberg besides A History of Violence, which is not, you know... It, it, it falls in line with kind of his pedigree and also The Fly. Uh, but these were two of his, you know, earliest and most notable works in terms of establishing who he is. And also I saw his son's movie, Possessor. Was it Possessor? Possession, whatever the fuck it was called. Um, when it came out uh, last year or the year before as well. So, you know, he is this incredibly visceral, uh, I'll say. bloody, you know, weird social commentary filmmaker um, that I wanted to make you sit through. <laughs> so, 
Uh, I'd never seen it before. Really know very, very little about it, but yeah. Criterion does a great job of of packaging their stuff to be attractive to the eye. So if I see Cronenberg and I see the packaging, which is James Wood's head halfway through a television screen with Debbie Harry's lips on them, and it's you know positioned like this, you like know, actual cassette eighties video cassette tape. Um, you know, I was like, oh, I'm in, you know, and I, I heard enough buzz about it. So, uh, you knew absolutely zero, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Why'd you pick this over scanners? I don't remember what our conversation was when we discussed Dude, I this. don't know. I, it was a lose-lose situation for me. And then, I don't remember, you, you made a comparison, you said, do you want this or this? And I picked... The one I thought would be less painful. So now I'm really worried when we get to it on the camp pick list. <laughs> so what did you think? You're seriously going to sit there and ask me what yeah, I thought of think? this movie? Really? Yeah. Okay, what do you think I thought of this movie? <laughs> no, what I, do you think I thought? The last thing I wrote down was, I'm sure Samantha hated this. <laughs> well, you know your wife. Look. We've, we've watched some weird movies before. Mm-hmm. We've watched some bad movies before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever written, what the fuck am I watching so many times in For, my notes. You write that when we watch fucking Casper. You write that when we watch fucking, like, uh, uh, Knives Out. You're just... No, I don't. I write it when we watch movies that you're really into. Well, so let me be clear. So I wasn't necessarily really into this. I, uh, uh-huh. I enjoyed... Most of this movie. Okay. Um, That's a ringing endorsement. You know, it. It to me, it does cross a bit of a line in terms of. It's weird for the sake of weird. Yeah, it's bizarre and it's it's bizarro. It's not even bizarre. It's bizarro. It's. I did not enjoy it because I did not think. It needed to go where it went. I don't. What do you mean by that? I don't think you need to have a fucking vagina on this guy's stomach. It's not a vagina. It was a, 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 a gaping wound. Are you saying a vagina is a gaping wound? I've heard you refer to it as such before. Not mine, Whoa, necessarily. Hey, hold on. Whoa, what? Hold on. Let's take some time to unpack everything you just slandered me with. Have you ever referred to a vagina as a gaping wound before? Uh, probably. <laughs> so, okay, rest my case. It's not slander if it's true. But it's not slander if no, it's true. You made it sound where I was like, I was a construction worker on the side of the road, like, hey, you look at this gaping wound walking by. Like, I was just verbally accosting women as being gaping wounds. Yeah, have you ever referred to a woman as a gaping wound? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. Okay. But can but we like, move on with, this, like, with the narrative? It's like drunk during Uno. I mean, you know, come on. <laughs> uh, so look, so for those, you know, the back of the box pretty much described what it is, but I'll, I'll go in a little bit of detail. No, it, it, uh, the back of the box did not describe <laughs> The back of the anything. box is the nicest cliff notes one could ever do for this movie. Uh, so it's, it's the 80s. It's in Canada. It's Toronto. This is the most un-Toronto thing ever. I think at one point I did say, of course this is Canada, until there's needle-piercing sex. Yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> uh, you know, in... So what I like about the movie is I think it does an excellent job of still being very prescient 40 years later in terms of it's messaging sure. and what it's trying to get across. Of, sure. Of the, the, the stakes and the means people will go for ratings and for attention, what entertainment and violence and sex does to people. Um, I, I've always been, back in high school, I, I, when I was in uh, newspaper, it was kind of at the peak of, you figure, you know, the, the late 90s, early 2000s, of the debate with, you know, two violent video games and school shootings and music and, you know, parental advisory labels and stuff. And I was very much like a rah-rah, like, like, it's up to the fucking parents. It's up to the fucking people that control the youth, you know, to do that. So this movie just kind of takes it onto another level of, like, how 
pervasive it is just across society and culture in general. Sure, but there's so, other movies that have had that same message. Sure. It, yeah, it was, it's not a new message now. It's not a new message. But at the time, you figure this coming out in 1983. Sure, but did you really have to have it be as gratuitous as it was? I think, I, I think you do, because that's kind of the point. That's 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 Cronenberg's style of, of. And how's that working out for him? Great, he's 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 one of the most widely regarded filmmakers of the past forty years, and, and he gets to do what he wants to do. I I'll take that any day of the week. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to go fucking make a Thor movie. He gets to do what he wants to do, mm. and he's a sought after director from people who want to make movies with him. You know, and they're successful in their own way. So that, that that's a win for that's a win for him and a win for me, because I the thing I like about him is just how well his movies use practical effects. And I mean, this having Rick Baker, who is like the goat of that, you, you can't argue. Despite how gross and how visceral some of the stuff is, for it being forty years old, looks. Just as good today, if not better than most, because there's not a hint of CGI in it. It's all like, I, I don't know how they got this this slit in James Wood's mm-hmm. stomach mm-hmm. to look as good as it does when he's like reaching into himself and other people reaching into him with these cassette tapes. And, and the scene at the end when Convex gets shot and whatever's happening to his body is like coming out like... I, that's one of my complaints about the movies. I don't know how to describe a lot of the movie because a lot of the movie happens and I don't know why things happen the way they are. It's kind of open for interpretation as to what's uh, a hallucination, right? Because that's what Videodrome does. Videodrome, there's a couple pockets of exposition to try and explain what is happening. But it's... It's all in these pockets, and it's all so much that it's kind of hard to really track and follow. Yeah. But yeah, Videodrome absolutely. is something that was developed by a group of people, one of them being this kind of, not zealot, but this, how would you describe Oblivion? He's like a... Psychopath. No, he's not a psychopath, because he ultimately <sighs> realizes the error yeah, of the, the ways. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a scientist concerned about... You know, the violence and what's, you know, the consumption. what the consumption of, of entertainment. Mm-hmm. So they developed Videodrome as a way to like cure people of it. And Videodrome being essentially snuff entertainment, people brought in to just be tortured and killed and, and, and you know, maimed. Um, and it turns out that it's actually being used to give people brain tumors and cause them to hallucinate. And be used for the means of, you know, this, like, evil corporation. Um, so, like, you get that out. So, a big part of it is once you're subjected to it, then you start hallucinating. And then, you know, it's only a matter of time, essentially, before you're consumed by, uh, you know, quote-unquote video drone. Uh, so, from that, James Woods has all these different visions and all these different, you know, happenings go on that he's unsure. And, and, you know, it's of course hard to believe what's happening because he goes to show somebody and it's not there or he thinks he slapped somebody and they're like, what are you talking about? Um, it's all very weird purposefully to make you, it's going to be a, wa- a weird comparison. This movie reminds me a lot of the father, which you haven't seen yet. But the father tackling, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's very purposefully has the audience in a constant state of, wait, who's losing their mind or what's happening here? To kind of put you in that world and show you what it feels like. This movie does the same thing and you're just yawning. (laughs) You're just like, yeah, cool, whatever. mm -hmm. You don't care. Uh, this is not my type of movie. No, no, it's not your type of movie at all. It's no. not your type of movie at all. No. Were you able to appreciate... I appreciated the swerves. I got a couple of swerves written down. Let me hear about your fucking swerves. Swerves! The professor was behind it the whole time. Mm-hmm. His first scene was, was bad-mouthing 
television. And boom, he's behind it. He wants everybody to watch TV. Get attacked well, by no. the video drone. But that technically, you say video drone or video drone? I said video drone. Oh, I thought you were like, I'm like you don't even know the name of the movie, well, right? Video drone. Uh, well, no, because that was kind of a. And then Swerve, it was actually Harlan the whole time. Harlan the 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 tech guy. And then yeah, I don't mind the hallucinations. I. But I do mind when you can't tell what is reality and what's not because then you Why? can't. It, in the, this context, it was it made it difficult to follow. So, was what's her face? Was Debbie Harry a hallucination the entire time? No. What parts were and weren't? Did they really have? Yes. Ear, ear pierce sex. Yes, they did. Did they? Yeah. How do you know? Because it says when um. When but he was already Miss having hallucinations. When Miss Oblivion, or whatever her name was. But they were already having hallucinations. No, they weren't. He was already having hallucinations. No, he hadn't. He uh-huh. hadn't had anything yet. No. What hallucination happened before that? Yeah, some hallucinations. No, he didn't. No. He, he's on the show with her and Oblivion earlier. Then they have their first date. <laughs> Worst first date ever. <laughs> she just wants to watch Porto. And he puts on video. Oh, I, okay. No, no, you're right. So during the date, he puts on video drone for her. Right. No, right. I, no, no, no. So I think, so, I think so, that I think so, that still happens. But I don't happens. know what parts. Like, did that stuff I happen think that or still was happens. it hallucination? Yeah, like, because she goes immediately from there. She's a sadomasochist. She gets off on pain, as evidenced by her getting her ear, her ears sure. pierced in the middle of having James Woods fucking tallywhacker slapped up against the back of her, and um, her burning a cigarette on herself. So she goes off because she wants to be involved in this show and has to know about it. You don't find out until later that she was actually killed doing it by Oblivion when she basically unprograms Max Wren from Videodrome's control that he was under. Because he had just gone to kill people at his um, his circuit TV, was that what it was called? Civic City TV. T- Civic, Civic TV. TV. Um, so yeah, so that's that's how kind of how that went. So, but... Yeah, I think early on it's fine. It escalates. It just keeps sure, going, it and going and going and going. And it and it and it intertwines, and that's fine. I just at, at a certain point I was like, okay, so is him killing these people a hallucination or not? Right? Like, I tried to follow it and ma- and tried to keep the reality the reality. Um, but I guess that that's the point of the movie. But I just didn't enjoy not. Being able to reconcile and be like, okay, so this is kind of what he's seeing as the hallucination. So that, and, so and is that also purposeful? Like putting be. you in this, putting you in this awkward sense and state of like what you're watching makes you uncomfortable and makes you hard to to follow. Isn't that kind of what Video in itself does in the movie? Sure. So I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I. I your point is fair, and that is that a is that a viewing experience I want to have. You right. get different things out of movies than than I do than another person does. Like it's different. I I will agree with you to a majority of that extent in that it does get to be a little taxing trying to trying to just keep up trying to like have this like be a movie I can analyze and also enjoy i loved like i said the effects like i loved the way that it looked like that helmet he wore was fucking cool as hell uh like i i'm a sucker for... i can appreciate most of the effects which one did you not appreciate i did not appreciate that gross mutant audrey two hand he had going on so i i, I did not like that i did not so appreciate that that the, was terrible so at first the gun like fuses to his arm and his hand with that like, was kind of like rods. that was kind of like um that was kind of like in like uh what am i thinking of like rita repulse in the new um power rangers what did you what you know, in the new Power Rangers movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Doesn't yeah. she have the things in her? No, like rebar? No. I thought she did. No. 
Yeah, the green stuff. It kind of like fused with her. Pretty sure. Your brain, when it comes to the movies, boggles my mind. Uh, watching that happen like in real time, essentially, actually made my body hurt. <laughs> like as I was watching the gun. You know, and you can tell, like, it's a fake hand. Like, you, you like, it doesn't look that good. Oh, you know yeah, no, I mean? no. You but just tell. the way it's happening with that, like, close up, no camera cuts, just is fucking wild to me. Um, there's some stuff that's just a little too far out. Yeah, she got this shit growing out of her face and stuff. Yeah, but it, you didn't see it happening. Yeah, I thought you did. No. No, 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 no. I'm pretty no, sure no. you did. No. She was a regular person, and then that happened. I'm pretty sure you did. Well, she wasn't a regular person. She was, she was a fucking alien. They were up in fucking Zordon World or whatever. She's a Power Ranger. God, you're amazing. Um, there's some stuff that just loses me a little bit. So, you know, when he goes and, and sees Oblivion's daughter and, you know, it's the homeless people that are being, you know, kind of brought in to, be, you know be test subjects and subjected to like the TV. That stuff got a little long in the tooth. The end of the movie in terms of, you know, him getting reprogrammed and then him going and killing Harlan. Like why did Harlan blow up? Was that just again like a hallucination thing? I don't know. Like like Right. <laughs> he shoots Harlan and Harlan just explodes and it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm always fine with that. But like that mixed with what Convex does after he shot and kind of I've just been reading Animorphs to Jillian, the graphic novel version, so it's very much anamorphy to me, like what was happening with his body, but just with a lot of blood. And then him kind of having that final hallucination of Debbie Harry's character in the TV and how he shoots it and it like explodes with, you know, more blood and guts was just like okay. But it's gratuitous for the sake of being gratuitous, and yeah, I never think that, that, that really I'm works. I'm fine with that. I'm I fine don't. With, I'm fine with I'm gratuity for gratuity. I am not fine, and I've said this before in other things, with, like, I don't know the rules in the world. Like, if you set, give me, you know, parameters or bullet points or what the expectations are for things, well, then you set those up and then you pay them off later on and it all ties into itself. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. And this doesn't do it. It almost refuses to do it. For the sake of, you know, it's it's the world we live in. It's Videodrome. Um, so I'm fine with the messaging. I'm just not necessarily fine with the way that it is executed and portrayed. Um, was there anything, was there any scene in particular that you did like or did not like? Not really. I mean, look, I appreciate the overarching story. I, and I always appreciate... The uh, exposure of media, television, right? All that kind of stuff. Like what it does to us as a society, as mm -hmm. people, right? We limit Jillian's screen time. You know, we, we explain sure. things that she sees to her and, and all of that. Like I, I get it. I just just was not into it. I am not a sadomasochist. So let's talk about sadomasochism. No, we don't need to. <laughs> we don't need to talk about sadomasochism, but because that to me was that to me was wholly unnecessary from the like all of the movie was having a character and having so much of that play into it because it's I could be wrong. Excuse me, I could be wrong, but that seems to me to be a small subset, and this of made people? it seem yeah. I, I would think so. I, I would think so, too. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I've never been with a, a sadomasochist. I mean, are you a sadomasochist? I think you'd know at this point. Um, the subset of people that it is, like, this movie doesn't make it seem that way. Like, this person is literally on TV promoting it. They have, like, a radio show where people call in and, like, they're talking through their fantasies, right? Um... It's just, it's just weird. There's, there's not really a, a hero here. Like Max Wren is this sleazy, um, you know, capitalist network guy, mm -hmm. and 
you know, he seems to at points have a, a bit of a a limit. Like when when she burns herself with a cigarette and he tells her to not do it or, you know, he tries to like shield her from certain things. But ultimately in the day, he's still about his bottom line and his dollar and about mm-hmm. upping the stakes because what they have, whatever weird Japanese softcore pornos they're trying to buy. That was also so weird. Uh, was it Samurai Dreams is what that it was, was called? That was so weird, yeah, so weird. This stuff is going on, it was a, it's not network, it's cable, is it like public access? Sure, I guess, must be, it's, although, I, I guess. It's, 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 no, it's, a, it's cable, it's a cable TV station. So that's another interesting thing, is that this came out in 83, right? Yeah. So cable TV is in its infancy. Cable TV is probably, what, less than 10 years old? Alexa, mm-hmm. when did cable TV premiere? Yeah, so the Thank early you. to mid 80s. Early to mid 80s were maximum growth yeah. period. So this would have been like at the the, the peak of when this sure. stuff was was launching. Okay, so that kind of makes a But like bit think of about time. what was like on. So like MTV was a commodity. You had, you know, HBO and the movie channels uh but they really weren't that specialized. And they, I don't. I, I mean that that you know of. That I know of. I mean, yeah, you I mean, weren't I, even born. I wasn't alive, but I still, you know, I know like entertainment history well enough. I don't think they had like they already have like porn channels and stuff back then. I'm sure. I'm sure they've like porn just been every everywhere forever. I'm sure. Yeah. Call call our resident porn expert. Hey, Win. <laughs> How long porn been around? <laughs> I don't know. I think Wood might have let his AVN subscription lapse. Um, so yeah, so it's it's definitely an interesting watch, but it's not necessarily something that I would ever revisit because it's purposefully not enjoyable as a movie. It's challenging you to sit through it. Yeah, and I, I've I've been I've I, those movies are ch- are I welcome the challenge, but I largely always like end it where like I should have failed the task because that's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, I I, don't... I mean there was the option of not having to sit through the whole movie. <laughs> that was an option here. Oh, I never noticed it has the long. I will say I I'm, I don't know why I like the phrase "long live the new flesh" so well. Uh, it's just, I guess that's a weird thing to admit. Oh, it's got a little book in here. Ooh, I almost, almost ripped it. Um, I really love the way they do these. Oh, here you go. See? Here's a nice little picture right yeah, there. Yeah, it looks of, like a vagina. It, I don't know what vaginas you have seen, but... Not a lot, I mean. I, yeah, I, I should start reading these before we, um... Well, no, don't read it before. Then it ruins it. This, like, breaks down, like, the whole movie. Yeah. Probably the point. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, when Debbie Harry burns herself, uh, it's like on her breast. So I was like, Jesus, there's a Debbie Harry's open nipple here, but it's just the, the, the cigarette burn. Um, well, let's start getting into performances and MVP and LVP. Um, because I'm thinking that's the point we're at. I mean, yeah, because you, you, you haven't said anything specifically you liked about the movie. Well, no, besides, I mean. Besides just disliking everything about it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know. I you want me to change my mind? No, no, no. Yes, I I wish you could elo- I wish you could, like verbalize it more and better. Okay, so I think that the fact that the video drone causes brain tumors that cause hallucinations is an absurd plot point. And okay. I don't find it enjoyable the seven times that they talk about it in the movie. Better. Okay. Thank you. Cool. I think it was disgusting that he had his dick in Debbie Harry, pierced her ear, <laughs> just, and then... Just in general. No, had his dick in Debbie Harry, comma, <laughs> pierced her ear, comma, and then licked it. Licked the needle, yeah. It's... Gross. Look, I don't want to see James Woods have sex with anything. Uh, I don't want to necessarily see Debbie Harry have sex with anything. I don't want to 
to see James Woods, period. Yeah, it's James not... Woods has a period? <laughs> yeah. Out of that thing. I don't want to see, yeah, exactly, out of his stomach badge. I don't want to see it. So James Woods is my MVP of the movie. Sure, I think he does a great job. Yeah, he, I mean, I mean for this movie, you got to get that guy. I mean, he plays sleazy yet conflicted so well. Sure. Um, I did also really like um, the guy who played Convex. I thought he was like perfectly creepy. Yeah, he was very creepy and very just like... Uh, but even when he was like kind of... When he was he, verbose and... Yeah, he was great because he like stayed composed the entire time yes. until the very end. Well, yeah, when he, he gets, like yeah. lost his shit. That was a good performance. Yeah. Um, uh, did you recognize that guy? I don't... I don't fucking pay attention to that. So that things. guy, I, the whole time I'm watching him, it's like, God, he looks really fucking familiar. I feel like I've seen him like dozens of times. Pulled up his, his IMDb and I didn't recognize anything except for one thing, which made it make sense why I've seen him dozens of times. Because I see him multiple times a day, once a year. He is the tree salesman in A Christmas Story. Oh. <laughs> He's the guy that's like, oh, I'll throw in rope and tie it in a car for you. He's that guy. You got to do. Yeah, like that's, that's that guy. Um, so I, I'd be fine with him as well, but I, I do think it is James Woods. I do not want to spend any more time than we need to talking about James Woods. He is a garbage human being uh, who, yeah. who is tell. the typical old white Hollywood star that has gone from Democrat to Independent to Republican just really for the sake of attention and because he's rich and has done a ton of cocaine. Um, I believe he was given the honor of being like one of the top ten purveyors of election misinformation and COVID denying over the past like five years. So that's a cool honor for James Woods to have. And it sucks because he's a great actor. He's a multi-time Academy Award nominee. He's, he's really good at what he does. That long ass stint on Family Guy. That's himself. (laughs) Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. Uh, But yeah, he, and he's the MVP of the movie. He does. Oh, I didn't talk about my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah. My least favorite part of the movie was when that gun dick came out the TV. And so, Mm -hmm. you know when that gun came out the TV? Yeah. It was very, very phallic. There's there's a lot of phallic imagery. A lot of phallic. And then it shot squirted. It drips at one point. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it was gross. I appreciate Phallic and and I mean, like so. sexual overtones, mm-hmm. but I mean you don't have to just you don't have to do that. You don't have to have the dick come out the TV. Like I, have have a little class. I, I don't think video drums about class. No man, you um, know class it up. I don't thought you were a gonna piece s- of shit. I thought you were gonna talk about um. <laughs> oh, uh, and I know what happened at the end when mm. the guys thing like the. Guy's whole body, Convex's whole thing, he was a giant tumor. And he shot him in the tumor. Oh, was right. crazy. Gotcha. We need Schwarzenegger in this where he can go like, I'm not a, a tumor. tumor. Um, I thought you were going to talk about And how... then the guts flew out the TV. So I de- yes. It was bizarre. <laughs> and then he kills himself. And then he kills himself for real. But did he? Yeah. Or was yeah. it a hallucination? Well, because I think... But feel, see, you don't know. I still think... You see, don't know. You don't know, do I you? I think you're starting to hallucinate, and I think you're starting to lose it. I think you're supposed to never have a sense for who is the good side and the bad side. Like, Oblivion obviously has her own... She has revenge on her mind. She has her for own what, agenda. For what's happened, and sure. she's willing to use... Uh, Ren as a means to an end to get what she wants. Sure. Sure. Cool. I like to watch a movie with a protagonist and an antagonist. Call me old-fashioned. Call me old-fashioned. I like I like to have a good guy and a bad guy. I'm fine with Shades of Grey. Like, but it's just like... You want to watch 50 sh- Shades of Grey? Fuck no. Okay, well... No, I'd rather watch this movie again, actually. Mm. But that, that's how you get me you know, to not... You know, to positive things about this movie um i had a point and you just kept going on with ridiculous things that admittedly were very funny um 
So I'll just move on. Uh, people who I don't think are LVP. I um like I said, Convex I liked. I liked I liked the woman that played I like both Oblivions. I liked uh Brian Oblivion and I like Bianca Oblivion. Um I liked uh Brighty, who was like uh Max's assistant. I thought she was good. Um I yeah, I liked her. Yeah, those those would be the people I would highlight. L V P. I think you could read through what I've been saying, who I would nominate for LVP. I don't think she did such a good... I, I thought Debbie she, Harry I was very I, bad. I didn't think she did such a bad job. I thought Debbie Harry was bad. I, specifically because she's not a natural actress, and so the material that she's given doesn't fit her capabilities at all. So she's having to play this sadomasochistic, like, like weirdo, you know, radio personality. And so her giving these, like, little mini monologues about, you know, that world and what she's about and what she wants to do just didn't ring realistic to me at all. And that's not to say that anything about this movie is supposed to ring as realistic, but I at least needed to buy in to what she was selling, and I didn't. The other person I would say would be the guy that played Harlan. Uh, he bothered me so much. I, I think it's because of the way he kept calling him Patron. What's up, Patron? <laughs> and he kept making me think of Alberto El Patron, which I don't want to do. <laughs> uh, and I just... But uh, it kept making me think that it took place in, like, a... <laughs> like, in... In... Florida or Texas or somewhere the that fact has that this a lot is of in Canada is just wild it's to me. It's so wild. The whole movie is wild. It's crazy, but I didn't like. He was really too like mumbly. He was, but it, but was it purposeful? Because he was no, because he hiding was like, a secret. No, because he was like a secret. Earlier, he, was, he never made eye contact. He, to me, I thought he was going to be kind of like that quirky, you know, like tech nerd guy, and uh, swerve. He was in on it the whole time. You're fucking swerves, I swear to God. Those would be my two nominees. If you had anybody else, I would definitely be interested to hear who they no, were. No, I don't. You don't? Do you ever write MVP and LVP down? You just, like, trust me to do it, and then you bitch and moan when you never get MVP and LVP at the end of the year for the mullet awards? That's rude and Because I'm the only one that actually takes notes and pays attention. I take a lot of notes. I take notes and I have Read me your notes. I did already. I read you my notes. Read. I read it about the content. It's all about the content. I've read it all in my swerves down. You don't even... Look how I do my notes. Like, my notes are separated out. They're nice and neat. Yeah, okay, but Yours mine... is just one long well, because, diatribe that because you don't even I, repeat. Because then I put it... Because then I copy it over to my Excel sheet. And if it's too many spaces, then it makes it very difficult for me to navigate my Excel sheet on my phone. Oh, how sad for you. Well, yeah. I, I have a spreadsheet and a system. And I just got a cramp in my foot. Um, Videodrome. Um, so who would you lean towards for LVP? Ow. You were sticking up for Debbie Harry. I know, because I don't think she did that bad of a job. She wasn't... Uh, I don't think she was very heinous in, in what she did. Was she perfect? Absolutely not. Um, I would say Harlan. Harlan? Okay, we'll give it to Harlan. Peter... How do I say his last name? Peter Dvorsky. I don't love you anymore, honey. Let's get a, one of those old Dvorskys. <laughs> that was so funny to me. Um, what is wrong with you? Oh, so much. What's I'm, wrong I'm very with? tired by how much I've been yawning, obviously. Uh, I, I want to reiterate how awesome I think the message of this movie is when it gets kind of clear about there not necessarily being a good side to this argument. You either have zealots that want to control and define every bit of entertainment mm -hmm. that gets consumed. Yes. Or you have people that are going to just continue to purvey filth to the point where it's sickening. And also it doesn't, it criminalizes and also puts a lot of the onus on you, the viewer and the consumer as well. Because if you're willing to sit and watch it, well, you deserve whatever gets coming to you, but you also have the right to do it. So it's it's a murky 
argument. It's a murky thing to have. It's not getting any better. It isn't. It isn't right. Like it's not really getting better. So, I was even you this. watch the news and it's all sure. But I was thinking about this the other day in terms of like you think about what you can do in a movie nowadays with violence and, and sex and God, just like because of the internet. You know, I could go on YouTube and find, like, actual clips of people getting fucking murdered and dying like that. You know what I mean? And, you know, porn has, if you think of any subset, everybody has a video of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be fucking gross, but, you know, it's out there. But on the flip side of it, we also do live in this, for lack of better joker terms, society where we do, you know, have these expectations of you know, political correctness and cancel culture, however the fuck you want to call it, where we talk about all the time for comedy movies and other things, like, you I, you can't make that movie anymore. You can't say do that show. You can't, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's kind of on both sides. So it's kind of intriguing yeah. where it kind of lands. We're almost kind of in, like, the most perfect Videodrome situation, I feel like, right now of... Whatever you want is out there. It's just your fucking soul. It's your fucking body. It's your fuck. You know. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to put into it, you're gonna get out of it. Yeah. Um. So you know, be. be and you're gonna get a, a, a stomach vag. You're gonna get a gaping wound in your belly. In your belly. <laughs> uh, you gaping can hide wound. Hide things in. Uh. Have you ever hallucinated? I don't think so, but I don't know. I don't know, because I, I, I don't remember a lot. I don't know if that's purposeful or not, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, my consciousness protecting me. Um, but, I mean, I daydream a lot, but I don't know if I've hallucinated a lot. Mm-hmm. Have that's you? True. No, I don't think so. Don't really. I mean, like, you know, I've, I've done some drugs in my life and even when I do that like I'll, I'll see things when I'm really like hallucinating things I've never done like those hallucinogenics where sure you know you have that that experience but I think I might want to <laughs> at the age that I'm yeah, like gaping vag stomach vag I, I could fist my stomach that'd be fun and get a, a goopy oozy video cassette in my hand and a rebar fist gun Shoot a TV and have blood and guts spurt out of it. Yeah, keep going. You're really selling, selling the ne- things that happen. Needle, in stick a needle in your ear while I'm balls deep inside you. No, <laughs> you can leave that part out. Wait, of, of this podcast or of life? Both. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, anything else on Videodrome? No, man. I'm really glad we don't have video cassettes anymore. That's why they got rid of them. Stop the video drone from bra- happening. They probably weren't giving people brain tumors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop honest. people from ha- stop, yeah. stop it from happening. That's a blockbuster went out of business. All they have is video cassettes. Uh, I find it very funny how, like, with technology, we are basically done, right? Like, like we're never going to get anything better than what we have now. And, like, when we started, we had video cassettes. And then we went to DVDs. And then we went to Blu-rays. And then we went to 4K. And now we just have streaming. Like, now you don't need a physical piece of media to watch anything, right? Like, you just need, you know, a code or, or, or what have you. Um, but also, I love how things are cyclical, except video cassettes. Like, records came back because there's a purpose for them, right? Their sound quality is better, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. So, but, like, there will still... Books versus, I- books versus, like... Kindles, right? Like the electronic. Yeah, like, like like there's still something intangible about holding a book. Well, like, no, that's the complete opposite. What do you mean? A book is tangible. Like that's the whole point of it. You said there's no, something I'm, intangible no, about I'm, holding a book. I was just being a smart ass. I know you were. But <laughs> for how popular e-readers are, right? You know, people books, still books are never going to go away. Right, books are never going to go away. I, I don't think records now will ever go away because because that's just it. It became like a niche thing. Movies are not like that. Like there's still DVDs and Blu-rays. There's a little bit of a a, a a renaissance for them because people have gotten desensitized and angry about how many different streamers they need and having access to things. Right, and, and then the streamers and take H- stuff off. And HBO Max and Netflix are like, removing stuff. So I'm like, aha, see, fuck y'all. 
But, like, it's never going to go back to, like, a VCR. Like, it's not, there's nothing, the nostalgia of it is, like, hey, remember how shitty it used to be? Like, the clamshells and stuff for, like, Disney movies would be, like, but, the only... But that's, like, a collector mindset. Right, right, exactly. There's, that's there's, like the only there's thing. nothing... But there's not a difference between across that... Across the board, yeah, yep. quality-wise. It's not a better get. picture, not better it's sound. It's tra- a tracking button. Yeah, it's not... You can't just pick up a scene where you want... Like, it's it's at the absolute worst. Uh, there was an attempt uh, with uh, wrestling. Like, wrestling, wrestling VHSs are pretty uh, rare and popular, so some companies were trying to make, like, new ones. And I was like, nope, not jumping on this ship, can't do it. Oh, yeah. I was God. mad enough when I went to that, that uh, comic convention, and they were starting to grade video cassettes. And I was like, fuck off. I hate grading in general. I just think it's fucking ridiculous and stupid out. Yeah, rich. Yeah, it, I, it just, it, it, I just do. I, I, I realized it because I was starting to grade Funkos, starting to grade anything that isn't nailed down, and it's just gross to me. But like, yeah, okay, cool. Look at this 9.5 Pulp Fiction video cassette still sealed. It's like, yeah, you know what would be better? Opening it and watching it. That'd be really fucking cool. So, um, yeah. Fuck you know what would be cassettes. really cool? What? Opening up all your toys and playing with them. Well, that's... No, How is that different? It is different How? because I can still experience the toy. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Can't I can exper- still look at it. What's the point of a toy? To look at or to play with? Uh, to play with it. Right, to play with it. As a child. There are adults who play with toys. I'm not, I don't and our daughter people. would like to play with some toys. She has plenty. She's, don't bring her into this. She's not hurting for anything. She's fine. I've given her toys of mine to open. You know how hard that was for me to do? Did I keep some of the boxes for them? Yes. <laughs> Just in case. You're a hypocrite. I am not. You are. You can't talk about how uh, you hate grading because, oh, it's never been opened and the whole point is to watch it. The same thing can be said about your stupid toy collection. Your impressively stupid toy collection. Your stupidly impressive toy collection. I'm not sure which way the adjective should go, but those, I think, are the key words there. Thank you. Anything else on video? No, no, no. I think I'm done. <laughs> I nominated it. You score it first. Oh, that's that's a poor idea. Look, I did not like it. Yeah. I can appreciate it. I think, like, what you said before with, like, the special effects because like they're all physical effects everything i think that was was well done you can't deny that but had i never seen this movie i think i would be absolutely Mm a-okay fine would have had an extra two hours of sleep which i definitely it was short it was only 89 minutes would have had an extra two hours of sleep (laughs) it definitely could have used um i'm gonna just Go right down the middle, give it a five. Wow, that's much higher than I thought you were going to give it. I mean, I have to appreciate, like you said, I have to appreciate the Well, you don't, if, you don't, but if it's something you genuinely don't like, you don't have to be like, oh, I guess I, you know. Oh, well, you've been shitting on me anytime I do give it a low score. You shit on me for not appreciating the cinematography or, like, the, the value behind it and all of that. Can't have it both ways. You can't shit on me for giving stuff... Lower score. This, this this is a perfect like five movie because it, it's, it's it's hard. A very divisive movie. It, it's hard to like pin down what you like and don't like it. Like you know you don't like things about it, but you also can be like, okay, look, like that's really cool. That performance is really good. The story has like you know meaning behind it. Yeah, but I don't need to ever see stomach badge again. I'm giving it a six. Wow, that's a lot lower than I thought you were going to give it no, based because, on everything you were just saying. It, it's not necessarily an enjoyable movie to watch. That might be part of its aim, a part of its goal. Um, but I, I still enjoyed the uh, the message behind it. I still liked the way that it looked. I liked some of the acting. But the story and... Uh, how the movie kind of came together, you know, to me, 40% of it just didn't necessarily work. Okay. You combine the other 60% of it into something, I'm like, sweet, cool. I want to see Cronenberg in some of his better movies, you know, knocking shit out. Not necessarily this, but, um... 
Yeah, I, I think a five and a half is good for Videodrome. Sure. Uh, and also, I, I felt a little... I was expecting it to be, you know, these, like, science fiction horror, like, body horror movies. You know, I was wanting something a little bit more, like, sc- not scary, but that fit Halloween a little bit. This didn't really feel like Halloween to me either, so that, that kind of hurt my, my goal. But, yeah. You know, that's what it is. You piece of shit. Uh, we're going to fix that over the next two weeks by watching the animated and live-action Adam's Family movies with Jillian. Excited to do that. I'm very excited. Got to find time to do that over the next two oh, weeks, God. but we'll figure it out. Um, and then we got uh, Blood Money, The Paperboy, a lot of weird other shit coming up. But it's your turn to nominate two movies uh, for uh, coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, look, we got a lot of weird stuff coming up. I thought mm-hmm. I would uh, go maybe like the funny route okay pretty sure i haven't nominated either of these movies before i literally gave you the list so if you yeah i don't think i found them on there Mm -hmm. but i can can't always read your handwriting so don't know so i'm going to nominate the movie snatched i think that's the amy schumer goldie hahn movie right yep so i'm going to nominate that Mm -hmm. and i'm going to nominate Heartbreakers. We don't own Heartbreakers. Why don't we own Heartbreakers? It's a great movie. I think it's literally the second or third time we've had this conversation. And it's still on my list because we should own Heartbreakers. Yeah, we don't own Heartbreakers. Well, that's a n- very frustrating. Give me a moment, please. I thought we. I mean, we should it. own Heartbreakers because should we don't own Jennifer this movie. Love Hewitt's breasts. All right, then I'm gonna nominate. I guess this other movie here, Rocket Man. The Harlan Williams movie? Huh? Oh no, is that the Elton John one? The Elton John one. <laughs> it's like the Harlan Williams bad Disney movie? No, not that. No, Rocket Man. No, fucking Rocket Man. What choice is this Rocket Man? Well, of course I'm going to pick Rocket Man. What do you mean, what choice? It wasn't supposed to be the choice, but I, did, I panic now because I nominated a movie we didn't own. Rocket Man. Okay. Because everyone I've ever met has talked about how great that movie is. So. Exactly, they have. Yeah, so we'll do Rocket Man. Good, I'm glad that's what I wanted, so thank you. Snatch. I remember nominating Snatch. It's like, I hate the movie Snatch. No, and no, you said Snatched. Snatched. And I was like, oh, great, I'll hate that one too, I probably. made sure to enunciate it because we've talked about You know about what Snatch, Snatch I like? Before. The Snatch in the stomach of a man. <laughs> that's the Snatch I like. Full circle, baby. That's where I went with it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Go to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Facebook.com slash MarriedWithMovies at MarriedWMovies on Twitter. MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Also in the Arcade Audio network of shows is the Blank Slate that uh, we are currently on uh, every month for our uh, little draft series that we're doing. So check that out. Uh, for me, at your host, Small38 on Instagram. For Samantha. At Jam with your Sam. Also for me, ArcadeAudio.net slash Podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary where I, uh, this week... Probably won't be this week now because it is 1040, uh, 10.45 at night and I've not typed a single word of it up. But very, very soon will be the first ECW pay-per-view, Barely Legal. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And I was also going to promote something else. Give me one moment and I'll tell you what that is because I am blanking on the name. There it is. I uh, had the pleasure, uh, along with uh, the podfather, Rich Camelucci, of joining our friend Nick Lathan and Sarah Jean over at Screaming at the Screen for their Halloween episode for the movie Cats. You know me? I'll talk about the movie Cats any day of the week, twice on Sunday. So uh, check them out wherever you get your podcasts uh, sometime this month for their Halloween episode, me talking about cats. Anything else, Samantha? Nope. Would you rather watch Videodrome again, or would you rather watch Cats again? If you, that, had, if you had to watch one... Neither. I want to fuse the two together. That's I a want terrible ja- I idea. Want, I want to see James Corden like, have a fist through his cat's stomach. No, on the opposite. You'd rather have them have a butthole. Ooh, yes! But it's the, it's the vag butthole. Long live the new flesh, if you know what I mean. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I want to see just James Woods like hallucinating, but it's just him watching like Skimble shakes the railway cat. 
You the don't cat know on what's the railway. real and what's not real. You really don't. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.